So 10, congratulations gentlemen, we've made it to 10. Double digits. Double digits, we're still here. We haven't failed as a podcast like many before us. We are still here. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet. Well, this is only my second, but you guys are cool enough to be on 10, so that's cool. You'll be a 10 (laughs) soon enough, man. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Jacob, what's it like up in Washington? Do anything fun this week? Washington. Washington. Oh, man. Well, let's see. Went fishing again um caught some lahontans that season's kind of dwindling down up here so i'm getting kind of sad about that but about to start hitting some lakes and or sorry not lakes fuck uh about to start hitting some rivers and go uh get after that again because i haven't been fishing rivers in freaking months months and months especially since i moved up here i just don't have them around me so nice. yeah i'm gonna try to get on that and Next couple months. Hey, at least you're not uh, butt fucking each other on the Waihe and uh, pretty, well and Silver <laughs> Creek. That's pretty much the only Bro, two two yeah. things that are fishable right now here out of Boise right now within a day's drive. Dude, I'm hearing so many like low holing, high holing stories out of there right now. It's freaking nuts. Yeah. Everybody I hear goes out there has a story about it. The I'm not gonna go into I'm not gonna go into it really, but yeah, the ethics on that river. Uh, it's just all the extra people and stuff. We talk about this too much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Get off of it. Yeah, let's stop fucking talking. Our audience is like, God damn it. Are these guys ever going to fucking... Hawaii. Another yeah. fucking day at the Hawaii. Another fucking yeah. day. Yeah, fishing's been great, but there's also 10,000 of my new fucking friends out here. You know? Te- technical, uh, Mr. Jacob, if you could just talk towards your mic, my brother, it'll pick your Uh-oh. voice up a lot better. Talking towards it. Got yeah, it. boom. See? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Look yeah. That. Talk into it like you're... Like we're like you're being interviewed for a news channel five or something. Uh, I'm not that cool. Yeah. Hey, I was on the news recently. Not recently. Well, I will be on the news here in a couple. Well, I think I already was. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna put you on the news. Yeah, they're gonna put me on the news. They're gonna reveal me on the news. <clears throat> anyway, first topic of today. This this one more applies to you two. I've failed at this miserably. Luke has not failed at it. Jacob, I don't know about you, but relationships and fly fishing, man. I mean. It's it's been a rough go for a young purist out here. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm doing it. I don't know if I would if I would say it's been smooth and easy, but I'm doing it. <laughs> nice. Do you guys have like agreements with your significant others on like how much you can fish and how much you have to be home and shit like that? Um, I mean, no, you go first, Luke. Oh no, sorry, buddy. Um. I would say, like, it's not necessarily, like, an agreement. Like, I think it's just kind of, like, a my significant other knows how much I like to fish and, like, that it's a part of, like, my routine. And, like, I try – I think my take on it is, is, like, I force her to do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> and like No consent needed. Just you're coming with me. Yeah. So, it's, like, well, I'll ask and be, like, do you want to go? Like, it, and she's a lot more willing – as time goes on um she's like gotten more into it but i remember like maybe like a year ago or something maybe maybe sooner i don't know it was more of like miserable days like (laughs) out in winter fishing and whatnot forcing her to go and then being like yeah we're gonna get into them hard and then it's just like (laughs) 
boring as fuck for her. She's getting tangled up. She can't cast. And then like, then it's like frustration. And then it's me being like, I just rigged this shit up and you just fucked it all up. Like, (laughs) and, uh, or like, it's like, yeah, like I'm constantly having to re-rig her or it's like, I can't cast far enough. And I'm like, you don't need to cast that far. Just they're right here. And then it's like, I just want to cast far. I don't know. I've never, it's never been like a damper on my relationship. I, I have that. I'm a lucky guy in the sense of like, I have a very understanding significant other that, you know, supports my addiction. And then I have to, and then I just force her to come with me. So, and then I'm like, see, isn't this fun? Like, aren't we having a good time? And then she's like, my significant other too has fallen in. We were just talking about this last night with my sister has fallen in the river quite a bit, like bad, <laughs> like a, a couple times. The worst one was like, I had just bought her a pair of waders and we were waiting. We were at rock Creek, Montana. And I, I convinced her to take this three hour trek for me. Like it's going to be sick. And it's like high water. It was a really warm day. It was like, it was like right when runoff was about to start, but it was Mar it was March, I think. And it was really abnormally warm in Montana. It was almost like 75 degrees and that water bumped a little bit. And then I'm like, I'm pretty good at waiting high water. I'm tall. I have better center of gravity. She's only like five foot one. And then like, oh, yeah. I just bought her, we just bought her these waders. We get her in the waders. We're wading through the river. There's like this one deep pocket and there's a riffle above it and it's shallower in the riffle, but it's faster in the riffle. So I'm like, we need to, we just need to run through this class three rapid real quick. <laughs> and she's like, okay, like just trusting me with her life. And she slips on a rock falls. I think I grabbed her by her hair. Like, <laughs> I think at first I grabbed her hair and then like her arm and she's like neck deep in the water. Like, like like the river's trying to take her to her death and I'm like dragging her, like trying to drag her back up there and her, her her waders are just full of water and it's, she's like just like sopping wet underneath. So we take off like all the waders and like try to dry out her clothes and like, it was a miserable day for her on that one. So, and then yet she still goes fishing with me. <laughs> so, and then recently she fell in the lake. So oh. her side, her side of the story on that, we were fishing a, a lake out towards this Boise area and she was standing off a rock and, um, she was casting. And I think you ever cast and then like your rod tip just like goes in the water. Like sometimes yeah. 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 So that yeah, happened to yeah. her. She didn't want me to get upset <laughs> that the rod tip was in the water. She didn't want to lose it. Either way, like I, w- I would rather her like stay up safely than, and I'd rather lose my rod tip than, you know, her fall in the water. But she's trying to get it, and I think she just took a like a step too far forward on the slippery underside of the rock, and she lost her balance, fell in halfway in. She tried to pick herself up and then she just kept sliding further, further and down the lake because it was so slippery until she was like chest deep in water, <laughs> basically oh <my>. full, <laughs> fully clothed swimming. So, and then, yeah, that's, 
the poor story of my girlfriend <laughs> that I forced to go fly fishing and she just gets just gets beaten down by beaten the, down. by the elements. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob. Did she did she fly fish before you met her? Did no. she fish at all? No. no. So you you popped the cherry. Yeah, I pretty much just I forced her to do it all. She she enjoys she enjoys going quite a bit. Like I would say more so now than she did like Does a she- year ago. Like if we're going to like there she has like specific lakes she likes to go to especially around here. Oh yeah. She likes the lake game. The Stillwater game's fun for her cuz it's like it's a lot of action if it's especially early spring. Like Yep. Does she like to go because they're up it close? Keeps- they're up close. So you don't have to cast that far. Does she like to go because it keeps you happy or does she like to go because you just because she actually gets to go? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both too cuz uh like she's still trying to find herself and find hobbies and stuff and so I think she would rather go fishing with me sometimes than like be at home. And so, but I also, I think it's for me a little bit too. She likes to go because of me, but, um, and then so cute. Oh, but she does like the fishing aspect of it too. I, I do find it sometimes hard to pull her away from certain spots because like, she's like, there's like, she's biting, you know, like there's excitement there. Yeah. But yeah. I'd say though she has probably like the roughest time of any female angler, <laughs> like falling and <laughs> falling and you know the times she's like injured her like feet and self because yeah. I'm not like providing her like the proper gear. <laughs> so like, Jacob, you ever try to kill your girlfriend while you're out fishing? Well, dude, my girlfriend's damn near got more wading experience than I do because she was like a fisheries tech, so she spent years and years of walking up and down the freaking creeks and like sketchy ass places and so i mean she gets in a river and like i like i took her to the o for the first time and that's kind of like a slippery river to walk in it's not yep. like crazy jagged rocks but it's like pretty slippery it's uncomfortable and i typically like caution people when waiting out there because it's pretty slippery and so like i took her out there and i'm pretty sure i was on fell in that day <laughs> um but no never i haven't had any like instances like that yet where i've almost killed her but <laughs> i like how we're just like casually talking about killing her significant others while fly fishing yeah it, <laughs> but i've definitely had her on some still water days that are like literally the day i asked her to be my girlfriend we went to this river in eastern idaho and i was like oh well it was like middle of winter yeah and this is in freaking december and I, it was like piss and snow, super windy, and like just one of the most miserable days you could possibly pick to be on the water. And this is like our second time fishing together and went out there, didn't even see a fish, no bugs, nothing. And like at this point, I like was not a good fisherman in her eyes or anything. And so... (laughs) She's just probably like, what the fuck? And then, like, right after that, I asked her to be my girlfriend after having a dog shit day. <laughs> and <laughs> it worked out. But then, leading on from that, got her into some still water and had one lake day in Nevada, not Pyramid, um, where we just freaking hammered fish after fish after fish after fish. And that got her into that. So I was like, oh, sweet. I got her on lakes now. Cause she had never really done lakes. So you'd only done like 
rivers and creeks and stuff. And yeah, so taking her to Stillwater, move up here to to Washington, where the game's a little bit different. And you, we start fishing like the Columbia River, so like Roosevelt, and um, the bank fishing can be good, like in the winter, but nobody freaking does it unless they're like gear fishermen. So basically take her out there and we're the only people on the beach and same story freaking cold as shit no reason to be out there but i'm like oh no we're, we're gonna catch them don't worry because i'd been out there like the week before and finally yeah. figured out how to catch them and so <laughs> get her out there we don't catch shit for three hours and she's just looking at me like what are we doing like i'm never doing this this isn't fun i don't enjoy lake fishing you're just staring at a bobber yeah she likes fishing like streamers and stuff and i i'm not even one that fishes a ton of streamers i love i love staring at a bobber that is my shit so (laughs) so any chance i get i'm like oh let's go to the lake and she's like no like why and so that's that's kind of the issue that we have is we don't like fishing the same types of water but like you said luke she'll She'll go if it's if she knows it's going to be good. But I also have the other aspect of her being freaking biologist that I try to sound smart about being a fly fisherman and then I just get proven wrong about everything that I'm saying. Like scientifically, nope, that's not correct. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh. <laughs> that's going to be tough, dude. Like that's dating tough. someone who is who's a fish biologist she's got and just, that elitism over. Yeah, you. she's she's elite compared to you. Elite elite level well, knowledge. Dude, and I came into this relationship all high and mighty about myself because I had been a guide for a couple years and I've been fly fishing and I was like, oh yeah, I know my shit. And then meet her and I'm like, I know nothing. Like she made me <laughs> made me realize very quickly that that's that I'm a fucking dumbass. So I only yeah. I only have one relationship story when I was dating a girl. <clears throat> Shout out Lauren. She probably will never listen to this podcast, but I took her fishing one time. And, bro, it was her first time. We went up in near the Sun Valley area, and we were fishing and stuff like that, bro. Me being my dumbass, I'm like, I'm going to let her fish with my most expensive stuff, like, so she has, like, a cool experience and uh. everything. So she's got, like, a... And at this time, I'm not fresh out of I'm not fresh out of college, but I had been in the workforce, so I wasn't rich. I wasn't like oh comfortable with my money and had a bunch of fly rods yet. Yeah. So she was fishing my Helios at the time, and everything like that. And she like, okay, I forget what she did. I think she she was like walking and she like shoved the rod tip into the rocks or some shit. Didn't break it. <laughs> But I just, like, I fucking lose it, bro. I'm like, I told you, keep the fucking rod tip up. I swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind if you break this rod. And things like that. And she just starts crying, bro. And I'm, I felt like such a piece of shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I am the worst person alive right now. Yeah, I can be kind of an asshole, too. Like, on my, like, my, my girlfriend, she's so, like, just doesn't know what's going on sometimes. Like, she's just, like, just trying to do it the most she can, you know. Like, it just she's just trying to try her best. And I'm over here like, cast behind that pocket. She's like, "What's a pocket?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like she's casting like, it backwards, like that yeah, pocket." Yeah, she, I'm like, I just high stick it over the riffle and then like toss a mend in. She's like, "Mend?" Like, like I don't. I'm like, just jump rope, jump rope it. And then so, and then like she'll miss a fish or something. <laughs> just like 
God damn it. Like, fucking losing your mind, dude. Yeah, like, or like, uh, we worked all fucking day for this goddamn thing. What the hell are you doing? Gets, Get your shit together. Or if she gets stuck or something, and then, like, I'm like out there fucking like, around with it. Like, I'm yeah. just like, God damn it. Stop it. Like, why can't you just. The other the other thing I did, I, I did on that trip is after that, she went back to fishing or whatever, and then, like, I, she must have got tangled. She got tangled a couple times, and then like I went out, I let, let out one of those like big disappointed dad sighs. Dude, I do. I was like, yeah, <sighs> it's passive aggressive. And I, you fuck, and I'm fucking doing it. And she's like, I'm done fishing. I don't want to fish anymore. I will yeah. read my book and follow you around. And that's all she did. Then she never fished after I've that. I've totally done that to Kylie <laughs> on a, like, and it's not. It's I just get so excited. It's not anything she's doing wrong. Yeah, they're it's lear- just, they're, they're learning. learning, and I'm just like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I just get my excitement can turn into like being passive aggressive. Like I'm just like, oh, tangled again, huh? Like <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> dude, that's my biggest knock that Ash would say about me is the fact that I'm like way too intense when I'm fishing. Like she yeah. always, th- she like she she likes fishing with her friends because they all just like take it easy, have a good time, yeah. just out there for the fun of it. Me, I'm fucking on a mission. Exactly. <laughs> And so that just causes that right there causes some issues. It's just like you're not enjoyable to fish with. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I, I know. That's because <laughs> I fish like it's my last day on earth. Yeah, like, you have to, dude. And so, you never yeah, know. You never know. Yeah, yeah but then know. times I just slow down though and like enjoy myself though, I do have better days. I need to, I need to think about that a little bit more because sometimes I'm like, this is what's gonna happen today, and then like I have a fucking horrible time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny you guys are saying this, like your significant others enjoy fishing with you because that fly fishing has been the downfall of every one of my relationships I've ever had. Other than my first one in college. But it was uh, basically, I've been told by pretty much every woman I've ever dated, hey, Paris, you fucking fish too much. Like you're never here on the weekends. Like, like we don't ever do family picnic stuff at my parents' place or anything like that. Like my parents don't live here, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'm just like... Christmas, you know, I'm normally fishing on Christmas Day and stuff like that. And some, uh, I will say this, most women enjoy that I've dated so far from my experience, really enjoy that family time. Whereas I'm like, yo, fuck this, man. There's no one on the river. I'm going to go fish. Hell with that. Yeah. That is the one thing I I do kind of miss. Sorry, don't, Ash, if you're listening, don't take the fence to that. But, <laughs> but like, I, I do miss like being able to just take off on those days, like you're saying, because that's that's out of the picture at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh yeah, I think too though like just on real facts if you're like with somebody that doesn't that doesn't support the things that you do or like is also like oh, you can't go fish or whatnot, you know, or like always try to find I always try to find a way to involve somebody in my hobbies like that I care about, whether it's my girlfriend or Oh wait, you know, there's, this, is, this can be dangerous though because yeah. imagine she gets good at fishing and she really enjoys it, but then she invites herself on all the boys' trips. And then he, sh- yeah, and then she starts a fly fishing podcast. Yeah, and then yeah. she becomes a meme. Go ahead. I feel like women though, like they get into it, and yeah. like if they say, if they get good, like they blow up on social media and like yep. in the industry so much faster. Like, well, most of the, it's funny, most of the women that I fly fish with are so much more technical than almost all the men I fish with. There's very few, like, it, there's a very, it seems like the, the attention, there's definitely an attention to detail aspect, and this is not to generalize or be sexist, but women, dude, they just kill it 
in that aspect the men men are just like i'm gonna bash my fucking head against this brick wall Which until i meet until it works yeah and yeah. then like a lot of women are like very inquisitive especially the ones i've worked with fished with guided and things like that they always want to know all the things guys are like i just want to catch fish and make my dick feel huge it's just like bro yeah. like there's more to fishing than just that yeah i concur i think yeah but i'm sure i would love to hear some stories too from our audience on like fly fishing and relationships and from your guys's perspective times that it's worked out and then times that it went really sour because well, well think of all the i don't know you guys luke you might jacob you're a little bit younger but like i've lost a lot of homies to marriage bro a lot of fishing homies i've lost them to marriages yeah having kids too yeah having kids having kids is absolutely like you see them twice a year bro like yeah. you went from fishing together every other weekend to man well you, you do it right i mean my buddy dan like he lays down the law in the sense of like for himself not like this is what i'm doing like but in order for him to mentally be okay like he puts his kids first but he's also takes a day to himself like he goes out and fishes still and he's got four kids so he if he's got the time to do it some of you dads need to take more time for yourselves. Well, and the other yeah, thing too like, is your priorities change too when you become a dad and a and a husband yeah. too. Is like you're like, oh, I want to spend more time with my significant other, and you know, I want to spend time with my kids. So that that makes sense too. Like, yeah, don't don't just like fish because you feel like you have to fish. Fish because you want to fish. Exactly. So if you want to be with your kids, be with your kids. Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a nail on the head point there. Really, I think too. There's there's ways to do it. You know, like. I, I personally like with me having a kid on the way, I don't feel like, Oh, my fishing life is over. Like obviously my kid's going to be my priority, but it's like, I still, I still have that, you know, therapeutic cliche about fly fishing. Bro, that truly fly does, fishing saved my life, yeah. Bro. That does, that does work for me in it. And I think it, if I keep that routine up, it don't, not only is it better for my mental health, but it's, it reciprocates onto my kids too. Cause I'm not being like a, cranky douchebag having FOMO all the time because my friends are catching fish and I'm not. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 I think that's important to have that bond. But you know damn well you're going to be that guy out there with the, your baby on your back fishing. Yeah. I, there, it, like, we were gifted this thing that you use for hiking and I'm trying to find a way to like convert it into like for fishing to like have this kid just stuff him i'll stuff him in my umco's zs2 pack i think in vitaville or whatever they make i want to say they make a pack that has like an awning on it for the kids for oh, that'd fishing kind of cool i know my uh, rachel and jr they're two people here in boys are a couple and they fish with their kid and i i want to say it has an awning on it but they always fish their kid on the back so i'm like that that's pretty cool just means more still water for me too gotta get a boat oh yeah gotta yeah, get a boat yeah you gotta get a boat now yeah so I've been I've been working on what? that one, boys. Have you guys thought about? Well, Luke, I mean, I obviously I've thought about this a lot because just I'm a fishy guy. Jake, I'm sure you. If you ever had kids, like at what age do you get them on the water? So there's all a good perspective. Um, I learned shout out to Tyler Bolich, my f old fly shop boss, because I had a little conversation with him about this a while ago, and it was like how he he's a very big outdoorsman not only just fly fisherman but when he first had kids the way he gets them into it is like he never forces them to go he wants them to want to go and so meaning like he tries to make you have to make everything exciting even when they're young like a like a three inch bluegill or like a frog on the side of the water you know and if they want to go catch frogs while they're fishing go catch frogs with them or if they want to go like flip rocks or like 
you know, if, if even if it's not fishing, but it's like outside on the river and the original activity was fishing, like keep doing that kinds of things with them. And then as they get older, always invite them. And if they don't want to go, don't make them go. Cause you don't want to make them hate it. You don't want to make them feel yeah, like that's what my chore. dad did to me with hunting yeah. is he just made me go. Yeah. See like, And now every time I ask you if you want to go hunting, you're like, fuck all up. Yeah. yeah. Fuck <laughs> hunting, bro. I don't want to shoot anything. Fuck even that. Me and Vince are out there having a blast. Literally. Hell so. no, nah, bro. Can't, don't catch me shooting anything anymore. Yeah, shit's fun. But yeah, that he gave me good perspective on that and yeah. like and was like don't ever force your kids to like do the things you like to do. Fly and even in relating it to fly fishing being like like my whole life is fly fishing and of course I fantasize about my child like fly fishing with me cuz that'd be cool as fuck. But if it doesn't like fly fishing, I'm not going to be disappointed. I will be. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it will. Uh, I I think I have a pretty good approach, and I think your kid just when they're young, they want to be just like you. Like they they want to be like the cool version. They want to. They think you're the coolest motherfucker in the world. So like, if you can make everything that you do cool, and you can make the smallest scene things seem like the most amazing things, and just keep them hyped and get them excited, that'll transcend to when they get older and like they'll they'll want to go the moment where it's like you're spending too much time inside getting the fucking truck we're going fishing you know and it's like i'm sure that worked for some kids but uh i know a lot of kids i mean jeremy just proved the point there where you're forced to go and you don't fucking like it anymore yeah Yeah. i remember waking up at like five four or five o'clock in the morning to go sit in a tree a cold ass tree stand for first week of rifle in pennsylvania i would just hate it this fun son dude your dad uh i've never met him but i remember when we were coming back from the Hawaii the other day and you're fucking trying to wish him a happy (laughs) happy father's day you're like he's like how's the fishing and you're like oh good bagged a 20 incher and he's like nice first thing can you eat any of them? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's yeah. like, can you eat them? Yeah. He's like, can you uh, eat any of those fish? And you're like, well, uh, probably not out of that place because it's kind of a it's kind of a dirty tailwater. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was. He always asked that, and I'm like, Kevin. And then I'm never gonna eat a fish, and you, you know that. You nonchalantly, they're like, yeah, 20 inch fish, and he's like, and he's like, oh, you're like downplaying a 20 inch fish. That's Oh, never caught a 20 inch fish. Like your dad's all, you're all like flexing on him and shit. And he's over here like teaching you how to fish when you're young. And he's like, I've never caught a 20 inch fish. Yeah, dude. Like the biggest yeah. fish I think I ever saw my dad catch is probably like 15 inches. Even though you guys said you used to fish for Great Lake Steelhead all the time. You guys never bagged one? I don't, I think he just means rainbow trout in general. Oh, got it. Yeah. So Great Lake Steelhead. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm not gonna. I've never tried to argue with my dad on that one. You know, I don't. My dad, if I argue with him, that he'll just call me a retard and say I'm stupid. That's literally what he would do. So I'm good. I'm good. Well, there a steelhead is anadromous. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he doesn't know what that word means probably. <laughs> yeah. So he probably doesn't care. Well, I'm anadromous. Whatever that means. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means, yeah. dude. No, I'm just kidding. Your dad's funny. Yeah. He's, I just he's a good I guy. was like cracking up. I w- internally really hard when he was like can you eat them yeah talk about family stuff <laughs> yeah. like, do, do your parents fly fish or anything jacob I, your parents don't right luke no jacob do your parents fly fish or anything mm. like that my dad does minimally like the only time he really does is, like if we go into a hiking trip like into the mountains somewhere you like he'll do like the high mountain stuff oh uh, yeah the dad doesn't love that yeah my he doesn't really like 
prioritize fishing though. He just more likes being like out and out in the woods and hanging out. But like he, he, he was the one that got me into fly fishing, put a fly rod in my hand. Like he was the one that taught me how to kind of do the basics. And then I kind of took it upon myself later in See, life, but he never forced you. No, right? no, yeah. no, never forced me. Yeah. And because like the first, first part of me, like going on those trips with them was I would take my spinning rod with the, some sort of spinner and I'd go catch the shit out of him while he would struggle. But mm-hmm. now it's like, I don't know why I ever did that. <laughs> You're just flexing on your dad. Yeah, now I got to flex well, on that, him. A dad's going to let you win every once in a while. As a dad's kid, like, you know? you're doing such a good job, and you're like, whatever, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gear, you little fucking gear hucker. Yeah. Stupid idiot. <laughs> well, dude, like, that's yeah. the funny thing. Like, you know, I rag on Tenkara all the time. If I ever had kids, I'm buying a Tenkara rod for my kid. Dude, it's perfect, bro. Uh, Dan, he Tenkara's with his kids. Well, I wouldn't say all the time, but that's how he got his some of his kids to go fishing with him. Is like they like the tinkara. It's just simple. Yeah, and it's you don't have the reel and everything. And for yep. the most part, you're targeting small fish and stuff. Yep. I I mean, I've always thought that. I'm like, if I ever have kids, they're going to be tinkara fishermen before they're fly fishermen. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And actually, I'm gonna probably steal that idea. Uh, that's not my idea. I've heard that well, from like a million people. I think huge fly fisherman was the one who I actually stole it from originally. Yeah, it's just simple, like keeping shit simple. Unexpected topic, but that was yeah. Yeah, that was I'll an fuck interesting. With that. That's what's an going interesting. on there? Yeah, what's going on, Jacob? You right there? Oh, I just had to scoop back. My ass was getting sweaty. Dude, my, dude, you don't even want to feel this chair right now. This chair? Oh. Dude, oh, there's a booty sweat. Yeah, there's a lot of booty sweat. There's Bro, booty this sun is just beating on my ass the whole I time. Know. I'm dude, dying. My house, I got to clean, clean this thing off. My freaking house was built in the 1900s, like early 1900s, so this bitch don't even have like air conditioning. Fuck so. that. I know how We're, those Spokane houses are, dude. We out here struggling. I was gonna, I'm not gonna lie. When you said you were moving back to Boise, I was like, "Fuck!" No, I, like, I want to go fishing, bro. No, we're we're staying here. Yeah, we're we're poor, gonna figure some shit out. Purist. Yeah, I'm just stuck here, bro. Yeah. I'm just fucking slumming it here, and dude, in the ghetto of Boise, it'll be bull. I gotta get you on some bulls. I know, Jacob. Some bulls. Both of you guys. Yeah, we'll have to do some yeah. bull spots. Yeah. yeah, they're probably in there right now. Anyways, okay, so t- 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 shit that shit fly fishing. Okay, so obviously social yeah. media is like a big thing and things like that. There's been a lot of accounts like Copper Plate Sixes, FFBI, and stuff like that talking about this. And it's a really good topic. Is you know, sh- like the photography, videography, and things like that. You know, shit that would never happen if there wasn't social media. So like my immediate one. So Jacob, thank you so much for sending me cringe right before the podcast. They're doing, oh, like, yeah. fucking TikTok dances, like, while they're putting on their waders and shit like that. Oh, hell yeah. And then video, like, clearly, like, hitting it, putting it on, like, a front-facing camera and doing, like, stupid-ass TikTok dances and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, this is literally the dumbest shit I've ever seen. How? What was the engagement like? It looked pretty good. I think oh. it was pretty fresh. So is that, like, just the generation? Is that what they fuck with? That's, I, I mean, I that's just the way of life, dude. That's that's how you make it in this world now. You gotta yeah. do TikTok dances and shit, and put stupid and put shitty music over your Instagram posts. I can do like all that. that. It's so that's fucking fun. dumb, dude. I think it's so dumb, bro. Like, but you think about it, like all the dumb hero shots and the shit. Like, you guys remember that video with the guy, the salmon eggs spewing it into his buddy's mouth and yeah. shit like that. Oh god, I don't, yeah. I don't think shit like that would. I mean, tomfoolery has always happened on the river, but it's never been recorded. 
you know, and to me, I think it's one of those things where, like, if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't do this kind of stuff, or it wouldn't give people the idea, so that becomes, like, trendy or whatnot. Like, I'm trying to think, like, the parrot, the rod, the reel on the rod, or the reel over the shore while you're holding the fish and shit like that, like, that would never be trendy if it wasn't for social media. No. 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 Nobody would even think to do that, like, and then, like, putting the rod in your mouth. Yeah, that's fucking stupid, too. (laughs) You look like nobody's doing that if it's not for like social media because like you know how goofy it would look if you were just out there holding your rod in your mouth like (laughs) while you release a fish, dude. Or going down to a famous spot at Pyramid Lake and taking pictures for a net company and then being like, "Peace." Yeah, dude. Oh, Uh, (laughs) that was fucking so stupid, bro. I'll never forget. Yeah, like that. That's a. You told me that as soon as it happened. Yeah, I told you. I'm like, you'll never fucking believe what I just saw down here. Yeah, but I do believe it, and that's the unfortunate part. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Imagine pitching that to your photography homie, like or like I don't know, like if you pay that person or whatnot. That I'm assuming this person gotta be a friend because I don't know. He's a simp, bro. Yeah, the simp. Hey, fucking. We're going down here. This net company gave me a net to take some photos with. Oh, do I get one too? Nah. Or like, or the other scenario would be like, hey, you should come fishing with me or something. And then like she brings a net. Hey, I gotta take these photos to this net company. You want to use your camera? Like, oh, uh, it's just so cringy, yeah. man. Like social media. Like send me those pictures, and he's like, uh, I'm a professional photographer. These cost like a thousand dollars a photo. Yeah, well, yeah. think about it. Think about it back in the day, like the Brian O'Keefe's, the Val Atkinsons of the world, the older photographers. There was like real elite legacy and like respect to being a fly fishing photographer and being paid to do it in your full time job. Now everyone's a fly fishing photographer, bro. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. I was talking to Brian not too long ago, and he was saying like, yeah, it's just like there's just a lot of people out there now, and it's not it's not like it's hard to stand out from the crowd and things like that so like if you're a fly fishing photographer you're up and coming like goes back to the same thing if you want to be like famous or whatever for fly fishing like you got to do something different so the amount of dumb shit that comes out of that creative mindset is insane i speaking of brian i would love to get him on here and talk about his his women riz dude i don't know if we should talk to him about his riz bro but we could talk about his crazy his crazy adventures in New Zealand and shit like that. I would love to touch on that, but I would love to. He's got that riz. He does have riz. Yeah, he does have riz for being how old he is, dude. He is he's silver fox. We've dude. seen him. We've silver seen fox. It. We've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Firsthand, bro. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think social media has just let us all live vicariously through one another, and it's just how crazy how much we all react to things, yeah. and like. As far as like, as far as like, you know, you see a video and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then like your interaction with it, as far as like clicking a button, as opposed to like, this person looks cool. I want to get to know this person or like where it'd be more of like, I guess back in the day, it's more editorial. You're reading about tomfoolery that maybe happens. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, think about it this way. Like it's selling, it's selling something that's not necessarily true. Like, you know, Jacob pyramids a really good example of this because like there's like four hours that it's like decent fishing on any given day unless you get a oh, really yeah. special day and you're kind of people who fish there you know and i love i love the fishery and i think it's great those four hours are totally worth going for things like that but you're selling a dream and it's not always true that you're going to go down there and catch a 20 pound trout i've never done it my biggest is 15 luke's is 10 i don't know what yours is jacob but like mine was 13 13 i'm sorry. i'm like 19 7 so i still haven't hit 20 officially yeah 
But, or you're not going to go down there and catch 30 fish. Right, exactly. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You might, you know, it's people who say that, you know, shout out Brian Glass, bro. Like, you're going down there selling this bullshit dream that fucking. He's also doesn't fishing happen. two rods. He's fishing a fly rod and a spinning rod. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things, man, where like you're selling something that's just, quite frankly, none, it's not achievable to any of us. And like, you don't, you don't put in like the hard work that went in behind that, which I'm sure he's done plenty of. And you know, yeah. everyone who catches big fish, you got to put in the time and work. You don't see the fucking day where you're on your ladder and you haven't seen shit. And it's seven o'clock in the morning. You spent all you were, you know, camped out on your spot at four o'clock and things like that. And you're just grinding and grinding. And people just expect that I'm going to go to some place, some exotic location, and just catch a big fish. Now, if, like there are places like that, like the Seychelles or even Mexico to an extent yeah. that that's obtainable. Like in the in the lower forty eight, that's not really a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think to, to the topic of like, you know, do you think some of the shit that happens now would happen without social media? I mean, I think the I think it makes things like less valuable as far as memories, or is fishing just that boring? that you have to make something like putting your waders on like that interesting that they're like, or are you just that clout desperate? Like is the dopamine, is the dopamine just flowed over you as far as like, you're so addicted to dopamine rushes other than like catching fish doesn't give you enough that you're like, let me film this waiter dance TikTok video so I can post it later. And then like, everyone's going to, you know, give me dopamine and attention. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've always struggled to like grasp that concept because when I'm fishing, I I all I can think about is fishing and I cannot like imagine thinking of anything other than fishing while I'm fishing. And so like the people that are out there like going through a whole series of video production like throughout their entire day, like how yeah. much fishing is actually being done? Like Yeah. That, like I I don't know. I feel like you just and not, I get it. Like some people are, are like into the videography stuff and photography. And so like, that's the main purpose they're out there. And fly fishing is like just kind of a, a side product of it, I guess. That's weird and, though. And I, I get that, but like, I, I just can't imagine like marketing yourself as a guide and like a, a fly fisherman and then just only making TikToks and shit while you're out there. I, I, I don't know. It, I, some maybe argue that it'd be marketing strategy and you got to play the game. You got to, you got to play into the game, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Don't hate the player, hate the game kind of shit. And and I'm a marketing guy. Like that's what I do. And I I still don't think that way, but again, I'm not, I'm not a content guy. So that's, that's the difference. And I, I can see both sides of that for sure. But it's like every, every Gen Z millennial kid, could almost run they could run better social media than any bigger companies for these fly fishing companies so if i was some of these fly fishing companies and i see that fly fishing is translating to tiktok like the way that waiter video was if i was sims i'd be like how many people interacted with this like you know all right does this guy do this a lot like does he have like a genuine following is this just a couple videos that are just going viral or is this like consistent engagement Like, so I see the benefit of like, from the person that's doing the videos perspective, like they can get potentially like free products. Like who doesn't want free shit? And like, 
now, or they can get paid to do it too. Um, and, but I don't think it captures like the soul of fly fishing or maybe that's just me being like an old head talking, but like, yeah, my, I just watched that video as far as like, okay, as putting on your waders like that monotonous, you have to find a way to try and figure out how to get some fucking clout out of it. Like you're trying to figure out a way to monopolize your dopamine and essentially. Yeah. And we'll, we'll think about it this way too, is like. Back in the day, putting on your waders or just rigging up your fly rod and stuff like that. Yeah. And no one took pictures of that. The only pictures I have as a kid are me, like either my dad fishing with me, like side by side, yeah. like our backs or whatever, or us turning around like smiling or something like that. Or one of us long arming like some shitty stock trout. Hell yeah. Like that's what it was about, man. And like one of my favorite pictures I have of me is from this kids only rod and gun club when I was like eight or nine years old. I have like a 16 inch ugly ass rainbow and it's me on a polaroid and it's like that that's what that to me was like my definition of taking a photo yeah and nowadays like if you did that people would be like what the fuck well now it's like it's a it's competitive in a way of like who's gonna catch the biggest fish because if i if i take this right angle and the fish is big enough (laughs) and it looks good enough now it's about like whoa like all right, let's now. I gotta have a money caption. The caption's gonna be good. What hashtags am I gonna use? Like, I'm gonna send this to some of my friends to share it so they can like it, so it can boost the engagement. Like, it's like a technical thing, and then it's like if it goes off and it goes viral, you get dopamine from that, and then now you're just like addicted to the dopamine scent. Like, I like kind of playing into that sometimes as a millennial. Like, mo- I'll be honest. Like, most of my fish pictures are for me. Like I like going and looking at them and someone could argue, well, why don't you just keep them on your phone and not post them? Cause I'm a content nerd and I like, I like trying to see what the algorithm is going to mess with. Am I on this mission to get insanely viral all the time? No. Yeah. We, like, we go accidentally viral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It, 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 it's just funny because like, you know, I, I, I just don't get it, man. Like there's to me, if you're, this is the purest side of me. Is it like fishing is fishing, man? Like, Sometimes it's not very sexy and you can't make it terribly fun. I don't know why you try to. Yeah. I think um I think without social media though, I think social media has played a role. This is a obvious point out here, Luke, but um played a role into the growth of like fly fishing, like much younger kids. Like uh, yeah. we look at things on our phones 24/7, so like why is it would be stupid to not like post stuff on there, especially if you were an influencer marketing in marketing and whatnot to like, you know, get people stoked and hyped and yeah, make them have that and, like and Jacob, secondhand you've worked, FOMO. You've worked like marketing for a few fly fishing companies and stuff like that. Like, do you ever have anyone reach out to you and be like, Hey, I want to be on your team or anything like that, like ambassadors or anything like that? Uh, ambassadors as far as what? Like they want to, like, they basically want free shit. Oh, I mean, not, no, I wouldn't say that. It's more people just wanting info from the companies that I work for. Like people hit me up about Pyramid Flyco all the time, wondering what they do, and like I'm not gonna, I don't do that. That's not that's not my job. Like if they wanna, if they wanna get the information, they need to go find out for themselves. And I think social media has kind of made that access to information almost too easy for people, and I think a lot of people rely on it for fishing information instead of just like 
going out and figuring it out themselves. And that I think is a big part of fly fishing is like, I, I think that's where I get fulfillment is like being able to figure out a new water by myself. I mean, sure. I will always ask people like what's going on, but I don't always just like solely rely on that. Like, I think it's gotta be something where like you gotta not be reaching out to those people just because like, you're going to ruin it for yourself if you just like go down and it's instantly easy because then it's, there's no reward factor to it. I don't think, I mean, maybe there is, I don't know, but I'll, I'll speak to that for a second. Cause I think it's more so of a fear, fear of wasting your time. That's true. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, cause like I've done that to where I usually like, I'm not, I've asked someone like, Hey, like I don't need any secret sauce, but like I've been that guy that's been like, what can you tell me about this stream? Like, yeah, is it? And most of the time people are like, well, there's water rocks and if, and bugs. So there might be fish. Well, think, think about Go it. Find out. Yeah. Think about it too. Like back in the day, cheating used to be going to the fly shop and asking what to do. Like that was, yeah. the che- that was the cheat. Now it's just like, I am two seconds away from messaging Jacob about how it's going on at a Washington Lake that I'm going to be there this weekend camping or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know he lives around there and he fishes that. I'm going to go to him rather than just risk it and go all the way out there because if I go all the way out there and there's no fish, I'm going to be pissed. And that's like the mindset. That's the thought process we all go through when we're like... I don't know about you guys, but when I first started exploring Idaho, one of my favorite things to do was to go to just like blue lining basically and just going and figuring out are there fish here. I found some stuff that I was like, there's probably not fishing here and there's fish there. You know what I mean? And places I was sure there were fish. I had read reports in like the early two thousands, like there were fish there and stuff. There's nothing there. Things like that. And to me, that was like some of my best moments. I can specifically remember driving around outside of Stanley, Idaho for like three days straight, maybe like fishing like half the time that I'm actually out there and stuff like that. Just dinking around, man, just screwing around. And you know, I didn't really catch a ton of fish, but I saw a lot of cool stuff. I've, Yep. found a lot of cool things that weren't fishing related and that's kind of more that's like really important i think for fly fishermen like to not only appreciate the fish and just catching fish but like the places it takes you yeah you have to you have to ex- learn the skill of blue lining and i not only does it make you a better fisherman but you will have fun like just go get into a different mindset as opposed to don't i wouldn't view things like that as a waste of time like you could go to your favorite river and all the fish have moved into a different spot or just simply aren't eating that day and you won't catch a damn thing. And guess what? You wasted your time when you could have maybe found a new stream and just done your due diligence. And like, that's why I, I just have a hard time getting on board with some of these apps like trout routes and you know, some their fish brain and all that other shit. Like it's just, you're, Sure, you could argue that you you make blue lining easier, but you're 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 actively putting out where to go. The you're giving people a starting point as opposed to ruining the mystery of like fly fishing. Yeah, the only yeah. app I support is Onyx, and that's because I don't want to get hit with a trespassing charge. Exactly, absolutely. Because that, it's different. Though. Well, that and it, it just shows you the blue lines and whose land it is. That's that's like just like. Ben, huge fly fisherman, was saying like, "That's the that's if not the most boat ramps, boat ramps, private property, and just like where the water is is like the most important thing." Yeah, yeah like have you guys ever went fishing and you just like, "Oh, there's a blue line on this map and it's fucking dried up." 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Dude. that's like one of the most disappointing things. Like you're like, oh man, this looks really good on the Jacob, map. Uh, freaking that creek in eastern Washington. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's sections of it that dried up, and yeah. me and my buddy Dan went out there, and we drove all the way to this town that was like an hour outside of where we normally fish on this creek, and it was just. The Google Maps recent photo said it had water in it, but the hydrology changed. Like, I don't know yeah. if like the aquifer ran out of water. It's a spring creek, so. Mm-hmm. And it has mondos in it. Yeah, it's a good fish. <laughs> it's not like it's a secret anymore. Everyone in Eastern Washington knows about it, but I'm not going to say it just out of respect for my Eastern Washington peeps. No reason to bring more pressure onto a fisher. Yeah, but everyone go to the Oahe, man. Yeah, that's all I have to say, but just everyone go there. We can all stand shoulder to shoulder and freaking stick our rods up our butts. And yeah, like, and jerk each other off, man. Yeah, we can all get tangled and oh, you're over my line. We can all have that kind of conversation again. It's turning into like a boxwood, or not a boxwood. Sorry, a Decker's situation out there. It's it, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just the best fishing too is three miles from the dam. So here we go back on the Hawaii. Yeah. No, so just, okay, okay. Anyway, anyway, okay, okay. We'll go. We'll get off this shit. Um, do you guys have any big trips planned coming up? Uh, I'm going to Montana for the first time. I've never even, okay. When? Yeah, everybody listening to this podcast can be like, this dude's never been to Montana and he fly fishes. There's a lot yes, of people. You heard that right. Never been to Montana, but I'm making it happen for the fourth this year. So dude, for the fourth, not for the four, like all the days surrounding it, but what? it's a pretty like remote area that i'm going so what section i'm you may not know i'm montana luke man i'm going like northwest montana oh wasting your time wait oh so i'm i'm gonna go figure it out for myself just like we were we'll talk we'll talk yeah i'm gonna go catch me a big ass fish and then i'm gonna show you and be like ooh, wasted time wait yeah i'll uh unless it starts with a k that's a good fishery. You gotta does have a boat. Start with a, does not start with a K. We'll talk off air about it, dude. I, All I, right. I know All that. Right. I know that area like How the back of my hand. How have we not had someone from Montana on the podcast yet? I feel like we we need to have some Montana jabronis out here. You know, it's a fly fishing heaven of the lower forty eight. I don't even know who I've got over in my. Oh, I I got a few names. I won't name them on air, but I'll ask. I'll ask them. But yeah, we no, gotta get one of them on here. Yeah, we gotta get some jabrones. I know some Montana peeps. That we need some on. Colorado people too, bro. I, like <laughs> I was gonna say we can't leave out Colorado. <laughs> We've had nothing but Colorado people on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ben Nymphing. Oh sh- shit, that's right. We have James. <laughs> yeah, well, James is New Mexico, but, but yeah. yeah, he goes fish Colorado. He but. guides in Colorado, or has yeah, Colorado. yeah, he has permits yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. I didn't even fucking think about that. That's ironic. Now we got some new guests. We got. I, I keep saying we have guests lined up. We we're gonna have a guest today, Elon, if you're listening. Also from Colorado. Oh, <laughs> also from Colorado. From Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We gotta. We gotta figure we gotta, that one out. <laughs> if we have any no listeners, no more Hawaii from, and no more Colorado. Yeah, none of that shit. Yeah. No more. We gotta branch out. We always got. We gotta give the listeners the Hawaii River update. Yeah, no, the Hawaii River. We have to discourage yeah. them all so much from fishing it because it yeah. fucking sucks. It's Shit, terrible. people are even saying, like, you guys should turn this into a Pyramid Lake podcast. That was funny. Ben, yeah, it. Ben said that. He's like, you brought in, a, how, you guys talk about pyramids so much, and you brought in one of the PSG guys. I'm like, what? Just commit and call it the Pyramid Lake podcast. Yeah. 
For me, uh, yeah, I fished his pyramid like once. I I had Jacob. I had one of the craziest days out there. Did Did Jeremy tell you my first time there? No. no. I no. caught like I think I counted forty one fish. Me and Corey, Corey got like forty six. Yeah, and I caught like twelve, dude. Fucking yeah. Is this like me. is this like March April? Uh, Feb. February, late February. Yeah. So yeah. Corey uh, caught. I think Corey caught a few more than me, but we both like caught forty fish. Not like not Lord. even joking. It Damn. Was, it was that very special beach. Uh, you know, I'm talking about that PFC is on a lot. Dude, and poor Vince caught none. <laughs> Vince, yeah, Vince <laughs> caught zero fish that day. Bro, he missed some eats, though. He had an opportunity, but I don't know what it was, Jacob, but me and Corey were just in the zone, bro. It was weird. Yeah. Bro, if they're, if they're cruising, you're going to find them. But there yeah. were also like eight other people on the beach. Yeah. They weren't doing and shit. They were, yeah, and it was just me and Corey crushing it. And like some other guy that was like two ladders down from us. Dude, that is such a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that is an amazing feeling. Dude, one of the best feelings in the world, though, is like ro- getting a high hold or a low hold, not saying anything, and just roping fish, and that person just stares at you, and they're like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Me yeah. and me and my buddy Dan like fishing behind people. because Oh, we, I love doing that, too. We Euro-nymph, and we're, we're, elite, we're elite and a lot better than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, No, I'm not even kidding. More like, more like you're snagging. All right, I'm going to be arrogant. fish. I'm going to be arrogant for one second, like there's some bobber guys and like dry fly guys that will fish right behind them and we'll mop up like 20 fish and then they just hate us and they're like fucking fucking kids yeah fucking kids listen to trance music and shit yeah now i gotta come down and just see how much the hype actually is because i feel like i can put that to the test the euro I, I'll take my bobber out there and outfit oh I'm down bro. are you sure are you sure you want to take that vet yeah I wanted that but how much you want to put on it mm, that's actually a good one how I'll be down we gotta film this too hold up though hold that's up. I'll come on the film time, I'll come on the film hold up time time of year is important though because hold, I can't be going out in, I can't be going out in August and expecting to do that like it's gotta be like peak time for both of us winter okay Low, yep. ooh, low water? You want to do low water? Well, either one. That's fine. We could do about, the Coeur d'Alene or whatever you want to oh, go. Okay. You pick. You can right. pick. Jacob, there is oh, hope. Oh, yeah, you'll be up here. You'll there, be up there, there, yeah. is, there is hope, Jacob, because last time I fished with Luke, I shit on him all day. Yeah. Well, with well, a bobber. Uh, he did, he did uh, actually. But the other times I have gone, I've mopped up may, fish around this Jeremy. This may or may not have been the first time I, I shit yeah. on Luke. You remember that one day... Uh, on that one tailwater in Idaho, we went with Vince, and he picked up the euro rod for the first time. I didn't catch shit all day, and I caught like two white fish in the day, and you caught like thirty. You fish. caught one good rainbow though. Oh, up that there. is right. Yeah. yeah, Vince wasn't catching anything, and I felt bad. So that was the first time meeting Vince, and I was like, "Hey, do you want a euro nymph?" And he's like, "Dog, are you fucking serious? <laughs> You're so gay, bro." Yeah. The and then like I'm like, "No, dude, just try it." And then he's like, "All right." Like by the end of the day, he was like, "All right, show me how to fucking use this shit." His like third cast bro he hooks up on a fish so like it, it it's not technical it's not hard especially the kind of leader i fish when you fish different leaders and you get into different shit about euro nymphing it we need to bring on a euro tech- boy like one of the popular euro boys who's not super awkward okay that's actually, that, that, now <laughs> that, i think about it, that's fucking hard to do that's, that's cage? all of them cage, no. cage yeah but cage, yeah. Cage, cage could do it yeah he's yeah. like 12 though dude but he's he's got he it can't down. say anything fish. Kids like fish. We have to ask his parents yeah. for permission. His dad can well. be on there with them. Or, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're coming up on time right now, boys. Yeah. We did uh, 
Covered a good one, dude. That flyfish relationship was pretty fucking fun. I won't lie. Yeah, I think, cool. I think a lot of people will relate to that too. I mean, I'm I'm excited to hear some of the stories we get back from. Yeah, our listeners. I'll make sure I put it on the polls and stuff like that, and we'll put it out. Luke will clip it up and chop it up, dude. We'll, we'll, it, we want to hear from you guys. It actually would be fun too. Like if you guys like, we could even get creative with it. I don't know if you're listening to this. Just if you're if you're not skipping past this section. Uh, if you guys want like want to record yourselves on your phone and like maybe send it like the story, sometimes it's easier to see the face of the person and like actually the audio and we can like, I don't know, we can put it up on our story or I can, and we can, we can react, bro. We can be a reaction channel now. Yeah. Cool. Well, sick guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we're coming up on time. Like Jeremy was saying, uh, we've got, we big things coming. (laughs) The guests are lined up. Um, yeah, this is going to be I'm moving and um Jeremy will be down here. Jacob and I will be up there, so there will be content that is remotely in different areas of where we fish, so expect some variety. No more Oahu and pyramid talk. Yeah. At least until next episode at least. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, gangsters, have a good one. Yeah, catch you guys later. Peace.